Welcome to another episode of Married Watching Anime. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And we're doing Rise of the Shield Hero, episodes 9 and 10 today. Excellent. Yeah, we're finally caught up again. Yes. <clears throat> we watched one episode farther. But I know. <laughs> compared to when we watched like six in a row. Plus, we still don't have a theme song. I should just play some gacked. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's the shield hero thing. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because it's like super rocks out. It's yeah. That, it starts a, out super chill for a second, and they're like, yeah. Yes. Then there, they get into it. There's a dog out in the hallway with a squeaker toy. Yeah, we apologize in so. advance for uh, the squeaky intermissions that you will that you will experience today. Yes. We'll cut some when we can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering, uh, off topic a little bit, but for audience question... Do you think it's smarter for us to just watch a whole season and then revisit the episodes afterward that we're lost on, that we don't really remember? I wonder if that's a better way of doing this in the future. How many episodes are in a season? Well, it depends. Yeah, I guess the sh- if the season's shorter, that might be the way to do it. This one is like 24. Okay, because Crunchyroll says there's 100 episodes of Rise of the Shield here. Oh, that's because that's different languages. Ah, fair enough. So it's like 24, 25 episodes, but there's like four different languages, five different languages, something like that. Gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot for this season, so that might not make sense for this one in particular, but it would help us get through a season quicker if it's like 12 episodes. How many are on that Zelda DVD? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just crank through that. Yes, we could. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> off tangent. We're on episode nine here. This is called Melty. Uh, I will read the synopsis from Manga Tokyo here. It says, The girl is, in fact, the second princess of Melremark. Now, Fumi agrees to let Melty travel with them to the capital to reunite with her people. Upon finally getting the holy water to cure Rautelia's curse, they unexpectedly run into Motoyasu. He mistakes Nalfumi's new companion, Philo, as another slave like Reftalia. He sure does. He is a dick. Big time. <clears throat> He's the worst. He really is. There's our swears right there. <laughs> dick and the worst. The worst. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a little different approach to this format, and it is the questions to Christina portion that we are going to do now uh, and kind of walk you through the episode that way and, and kind of start our discussions this way. So uh, what did you think of the second princess and her obsession with philoleals? I'm still wondering if it was kind of like a put on, like, was she attempting to meet up with the shield hero because she's on a secret mission? Or was this kind of like she literally was just distracted by Philoleals and got separated because I feel like the guards wouldn't leave the the princess. Yeah, who's so, the heir to the throne. Yeah, part of it feels like it's a little bit of a weird thing to let the princess get lost, but the Philoleals are adorable. They were very cute, and Philo really wanted to eat them. Which made that even more hysterical. <laughs> the look on her face is like, I can catch them soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know that she's the princess and heir to the throne. Until, Not right away. Until... Close to the end of the episode. Yes. So she is, um, you think, he thinks she's some kind of noble's daughter, which is fine. You don't realize it's the princess. Uh, and so he does agree eventually to take her back. He goes, I, I expect a reward out of it. Typical Nalfumi fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of the worst sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they get back into the town and they make it to the church. Uh, what was your impression of the... Pope of the church having actually interacted with him 
and uh, his continued uh, crappy treatment when he's trying to buy the holy water. So the crappy treatment doesn't surprise me because it was the nun that brought the crappy holy water. And not the Pope himself. And not the Pope. The Pope was also in that terrible episode was one of them. Or at least afterwards that was kind of like, there was cheating going on, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. That was when uh, Naofumi had to fight Motoyasu to protect Raftalia, his as a slave or not, basically. Yeah. So he's very bipartisan, which is nice. And, mm-hmm. you know, he does charge him for the holy water, but he does give him the correct holy water. Yeah, after, uh, is it admonishing? Is that the correct word? The nun? Yeah, yeah. I think. Giving her, uh, scolding her, basically, for yeah. trying to trying to rip him off. Yeah. So he does get the correct holy water, and he can finally actually start curing her curse uh, by wrapping it, dipping the holy water, bandages in the holy water, and wrapping it over her mm-hmm. curse. Another kind of lead-on question is that it is the the church is like the Trinity Church, but in their idea, it is the bow, the sword, and the spear. Why do you think it doesn't have the shield in its symbol? Do you think it's just because of the capital, or do you think it's just like a statewide thing that it's hated? The shield heroes hated. I feel like it's like a countrywide thing. Just like <clears throat> it starts at the capital and stems from there out to the rest of the country. I feel like. Yeah, that country specifically, yes. I should say, because there are other countries that are friendly to the shield hero. <laughs> uh, nice little squeak in the back. Oh my gosh, dog. <laughs> Come here. He's just staring at us. Yeah. He's he's mad we're not playing with him <laughs> at true. this exact moment. So afterward, uh, a fight does break out between Motoyasu and Naofumi. Uh, how much a dick is the spear hero? Like 15 out of 10. Like, he straight up starts a fight in the middle of the town square with, like, civilians around and starts destroying fruit carts and just does not give a crap and just wants to kill Naofumi. Yeah, but this time he's obsessed with Philo. Yes, the the little angel child and how dare you make her a slave. uh, It was wonderful to see Melty put Mai in her place, finally, because Mai was trying to say that a fight was allowed there and Melty prevents it. Yes, that was fun. And the other best scene in the whole world is when he calls, when Philo says she likes pulling the cart. Yeah, so he, uh, Philo comes up uh, and, you know, he gets down and is all completely obsessed because he has this obsession with angels from whatever world he's from. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, like, how dare Naofumi make you do all this work? And she's like, but I like pulling the cart. And he's like, oh my God, he makes you pull the cart? Like like that fat bird. Like that fat bird. And she's like, why did you have to call? me fat (laughs) and then transforms into the giant bird and kicks him in the crotch again and Mm -hmm. it's wonderful it is the best thing in the entire world when she gets mad i hate the spear hero (laughs) the spear guy she doesn't call him hero (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) so now fumi does find out that melty is a princess uh, and i know his trust for royalty isn't unfounded but does it feel wrong when he treats Melty that way? Because she really hasn't given him a reason to. He's not trusting of anyone in the world except for Raftalia and Philo. Yeah. Like, even the dude, is it the next episode, the people that track him down? Yeah, those people. Okay. And, and even the shopkeeper. He's f- more friendly with the shopkeeper, yeah. I should say. So he really only trusts, like, Three people. He can count the people he trusts on one hand. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me, especially when she is related to the princess that he mm-hmm. hates. 
Yeah. It's not surprising, but it's very frustrating that he just also flat out refuses to even let her start talking. Yeah. Yeah. So it when it's a little little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. It bothers me more after the fact because I'm like, she's she's all right. Yeah. She's a friendly one. But he doesn't know that. Yeah, he doesn't know that yet. Uh, all right, what'd you rate the episode? I'd give it probably like an eight and a half. That's pretty good. Yeah. Eight and a half kicks to Motoyasu in the crotch. Yes. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this episode a lot. I would I would agree with that. Eight and a half, nine. It's a be- one of the better episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need more S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. <laughs> I am so excited. We need for more S.H.I.E.L.D. Demon Slayer. We need more Demon Slayer, and we need more S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. Uh, What's the other one that we watch? Uh... Demon oh, School. Demon School. Arumi, Arumikun. Arumikun. Yeah, I am mm-hmm. so excited for that second season. Yeah. Okay, we got one more oh, episode of so this. So <laughs> good. All right. Episode 10, In the Mist of Turmoil. So this is um, this is the second wave. This is prior to the second wave. Leading up to it, yes. Yeah, this is what's leading up to it. So episode 10, again, Manga Tokyo. Now Fumi rejects Melty and solemnly prepares himself for the next wave. He conditionally accepts a juvenile soldier who wants to cooperate with him. In addition, he wants to class up Raftalia, who has leveled up, but waiting for them is some trouble from the king, who is just an a-hole. Yeah. Okay, so we won't quite explain the the after context, but uh, the soldiers uh, approach him. It is four people from the village of Loot. That's the first village that... Um, he saved during the first wave. Yeah, he saved during the first wave. Their and their relatives are from there, so they were born there and served there, and they want to fight with him during the next wave. Correct. So he says if they can buy a crappy trinket from him for 150 silver, they can do this. They sale. can do that. So this is we'll go prior context right now. How do you feel about that? Before you know what his overall outcome is. I kind of knew what the overall outcome would be, giving them that task. It definitely feels kind of like a side eye at him of, like, what are you trying to pull? These are kids. They don't have that kind of money. But it's. I feel like it was more of a test to see if they were actually, yeah. like, true to their word and really did want to serve with him. Yeah, and everyone admonished him afterward. Yes. Anyway, so yes. the poor guy can't get a break no matter what he does. No. Well, the spill the beans here, basically, they... Uh, they give the hundred. They bring the silver to him. He gives him the trinket, and he says, "Take the silver and buy yourself better equipment. I can't have you dying on me mm-hmm. when the wave starts." That's a smart thing to say as a result. But yeah. it's still kind of crappy to put them through, but kind of get it at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So that's that's how the kind of episode begins with them and ends with them. Mm-hmm. So in between, um, he is at uh, monishing uh, Melty and tells her like he just wants her to leave him alone. And so she does leave, and Philo starts to... Um, oh, this part annoyed me. Philo starts to ask him why, and he just explains that he doesn't want her to go around her anymore. Yeah, don't you can't hang out with Mel anymore, and she's, you know, a little kid that's like, why? 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 Yeah. Why? And so why? even Rathalia's like, you can't just treat her like a kid, like your, your daughter. You have to explain to her. Yeah, she literally just kept asking, like, why can't I see her anymore? Why? And he, but the problem is he wouldn't explain anything. He any- wouldn't say anything. He just told her no, and then it turned away, and yeah. then she runs off. <clears throat> His lack of trust kind of hurts the people around him. Yeah. When he could have at least explained to her why, at least given her a reason, she at least, she deserved one, I feel, because Philo and Melty were getting, they're 
good friends. Best friends. Yeah, they were having the time of their life with each other. So they go to the church and try to get class upgrades, and then they originally tell them it's going to be 15 gold, which is an outrageous price. I so thought they said 50. It may have been 50, but he said, okay, I'll pay it. I think it was 15 gold pieces. I thought it was 50. Either way, it's a lot of gold. And he's like, that much? All right, well, we'll pay for one. And then they tell him that the king ordered that he can't get... Oh, yeah, this was at the was it the Dragon Hourglass? Oh, yeah, that's where you do class upgrades is at the Dragon Hourglass. And then basically the king says that he cannot get yeah. class Sh- upgrades. Shield Hero cannot get class upgrades. Uh, I, know, I know the king just hates him. But why, you know, why Why do you think they go to that extent? Like, yeah. What's the point of trying to make... Aren't you trying to save your world? Yeah. Like, why are you so against... <clears throat> You're hindering someone yes. that's trying to save your world. Yes. To me, it just, uh, like, I understand the disliking, but at the same time, like, I don't understand... The sheer malice of yeah, it. Yeah, the sheer malice of it. it. It's just, it's infuriating. I know. You brought him here. I why know. are you treating him like a dick? Uh, also, the slave trader's back. You do like the slave trader. He, I don't love him, but he's just the perfect grease ball. That yeah, it's he's like, entertaining enough. His character fits like that personality of yes. everything. Plus, he's, you know, now Fumi doesn't really trust him, but he's on his side mm-hmm. because he's gaining profits off him. So he's always happy Big to time. be around him. So he does ask the slave trader if he can get class upgrades through him. He says, you have to do it in Hourglass, but you can do it at any Hourglass, which is all around the world, not just there. So he tells him other countries that would be favorable to him and his party because he has demi-humans. Mm-hmm. So he didn't leave empty-handed, though. Uh, Philo got a weapon. What do you think of her little, her, her talons? Her talons, they're legit. <laughs> She's going to scratch somebody's eyes out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yep, splashes up all the water in the sewer on uh, Naofumi while testing him out. Yes. Awesome. Uh, this is the episode you finally seeing her curse actually get cured because you see him wrapping the ba- the bandages and on her. It kind of disappears a little bit. Yeah, it causes pain, but the, it heals right away. Afterward, they're eating, and they encounter the bow hero and the sword hero, mm-hmm. and they're complaining about their jobs being canceled. Uh, and now Fumi gets called out for it. They're saying that they think he's stealing from them. How do you feel about him finally admonishing them for their actions and explaining that they're just the worst? It's very nice for him to kind of give them a bit of a wake-up call because all the other heroes are very full of themselves as they should... Not as they should be, but like as the world expects them to be, so they do that. And Mm -hmm. they all... I don't remember if it's this episode or the next episode where he basically says you have to stop treating this world like it's a game. Yeah. It's an actual world and there are actual consequences. Like the dragon corpse doesn't just disappear like it would in Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. If you hit it with the pixelizer, it stays there and rots everything. And kills a whole bunch of people. And then his uprising killed and put so many people out of their homes and just killed them too. Mm -hmm. So they cause a lot of problems. Did you love that Spider-Man reference? Well, it took me a second because he's overhearing and that's how they come over to talk with Naofumi. He's overhearing the bow hero (laughs) talking about, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And everybody, it's Spider-Man. It's Uncle Ben. Yeah. And he just, you just hear him chuckle. He just spits out his drink all over Philo and starts laughing. And I initially thought... I mean, Spider-Man, but I thought he was laughing basically because, like, they're not being responsible for mm-hmm. what they're doing. But then he makes the comment of, were you bit by a radioactive <laughs> spider? <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> uh, it makes me really happy. Uh-huh. 
so they do a quick reference to the queen because you see her sending Melty. What do you think her intentions are? Because she's always acting in the shadows, it seems like. I don't know. We really haven't seen her. It seems like she wants to maybe bring some honor towards the shield hero yes. as a whole. Mm-hmm. But I don't quite know how she's going to achieve that or what that would get. Yeah. Yeah. And they are... Um... I'm losing the thought process here. Yeah, she just mentions that she wants Melty to admonish the king for his treatment of the shield hero, but she doesn't really give anything else outside of that. She doesn't explain, you know, what else is going on. Mm -hmm. So she just says she can't be in the kingdom right now due to certain circumstances, and all you see are a bunch of guards in front of doors. So you don't know what she's doing at that point. where she is, really. Mm -hmm. So the next wave is almost here, and they introduce a, a villain... That you can see. Where I said, oh, it's Sailor Saturn. <laughs> uh-huh. She's kind of kind of a BA. Okay. Well, you watched her cut that one spirit in half the next That's episode. That's not these episodes. <laughs> no, but she's she's really cool. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, you get to learn about that next time, everybody. What do you think of this one? I'd give it an eight. Yeah. Yeah, a little less action. Now, for me, his dickishness always drives down the episodes for me. Yeah, it was a little over the top, and Fila was very whiny when she wasn't understanding why she couldn't hang out with Mel. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a, like, if you take that scene out, and it would probably be an 8-5. Okay. But, yeah. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, we're at Gaming Marriage on Twitter, gamingmarriage at gmail.com. If you have a sweet anime you'd like us to watch, even if it's just a movie or something, let us know. We're always interested in doing reviews of those stuff. If there's anything you want us to talk about, uh, any lists you want us to make, any just general conversations you want us to have, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Bye. Bye.